I still feel okay about punching somebody that's naked. Gong. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that's raw dog in your eardrums. I mean, with consent. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you clicked yeah. play. You did. You didn't have to, but you did. Do you click? Is that a thing? Or click? You, you hit it with your finger? Mm-hmm. And whenever you hit something with your finger on your phone, yes. on like Google or Spotify or whatever, would you? what do you say? You say click. I don't know what I say. It's you hard. Absolutely, like, you absolutely say Try that. me like in a week or two, because right now I, I have no idea what I say. And yeah, I, I hate that. I hate when you're like, I do this, but I'm not sure. Right. And I won't know until I catch myself off guard and mm-hmm. I say it, but now I'm going to be on guard for a couple of days. Exactly. That's why I said, ask me in a couple of weeks. So but stupid. Why it, does the human brain do that to itself? I don't know, man. The human brain is your friend and your enemy at the same time. Um, Keeps things interesting, though. <laughs> but mostly yeah. enemy. But it's it's definitely consensual. Definitely yes. consensual. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not those kind of people. Yeah, we're not forcibly raw dogging your eardrums right now. Was it old school where they got in the van and <laughs> kidnapped all the people? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we do that and we're blasting movie mugging the newest episode and put you in the back. Although, whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes to get more listeners. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 119. Turn it upside down at 611. Wow. Do you think when we hit 611, we'll say, hey, turn it upside down, it's 119? Well, I think you'll probably be dead and <laughs> I'll be old. Well, actually, we that figure doesn't make sense because fifty-two episodes a year. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I was thinking, for some reason I was like, that's like sixty years. Okay, so let's think of it: six eleven minus one hundred nineteen. I'll be like four hundred ninety-two episodes divided by fifty-two. That's uh, roughly nine and a half years from now. Oh. I, I hope I so will not I'll be dead. Yeah, that would be bad. That'd be an early death. Yeah, I'd be sixty-one. I think. Damn. I'm still planning on rolling this out at 61. Yeah, and, uh, I'm, when, I'm sure. Before you get married, you need to have a conversation with your with your wife. Well, fuck, let her know why you're dating her. Hey, I, one night a week, I give to my dad. He he raised me, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to save one night a week for him. Okay. But you can't tell her what we do. <laughs> I don't think that'll work out, because you know what that sounds like? Sounds like a really shitty excuse for cheating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, every every Friday night, just me and my dad hanging out. Can't tell you why. I love the guy. Uh, but when we stop doing this, you can still have that one night a week to just get out of the house. And if she calls looking for you, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, he's in the bathroom right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I'm looking out for you in the future already. Yeah. Okay. Just go out and have some beers with the boys. All right, let's uh, quit dilly dallying around here and uh, let's head on out to the lobby. Because uh, it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mugging Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. He does. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, Braven last week. Mm-hmm. Real strong pick. Yeah, a couple things. I, I looked up. It was in a uh, shot on location in the gorgeous Canadian province of Newfoundland or Newfoundland and Labrador. Where is Labrador? Uh, it's in uh, Newfoundland, I think, oh. in, in that area. Newfoundland. Uh, and I was also a little curious about the name Braven. And I think it, you liked the movie and you wanted to watch <laughs> some deleted scenes or something. It, it turns out that Braven, uh, it does mean to make or become brave. Yeah, to braven oneself or braven others, I guess. The name braven is a derivation. Uh, der- derivation? <laughs> I'm, I'm lost on this word. 
I know that it's derived from. How about yeah. that? Yeah, it's a deriveration. <laughs> deriveration of the Spanish right. Portuguese bravo, which itself derives from the Roman Latin barbarous, meaning vicious and fierce. So, I mean, I guess the name went a little bit deeper than either of us thought. I guess so. I guess so. Um, <laughs> they one still should have just picked something else. Though. I know. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, did you know that one in every 239,298 baby boys were given the name Braven? Really? Mm-hmm. So one out of about half a million kids is uh, getting the name Braven. Wow. So it got me to thinking about names. And so I just kind of went to uh, a list of names. Because like, I wanted to find out what other names were in that area, like 250,000 or 249,000 or whatever. But I... You know, I'm not going to look through a list of 250,000 names, and I couldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't come up like that. But but I did look at the top 1,000 names and just kind of went through them and and looked for names. The top most used names. Yeah, yeah. Of 2021. I mean, I'll, I'll run through the top 10 real quick. Uh, starting at 10, Alexander, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, James, William, Elijah, Oliver, Noah, and number one is Liam. Oliver. Mm-hmm. Oliver. I, I've never met an all. Uh... I've met an Ollie. I've met a guy with the last name Oliver. Mm-hmm. I've met one Liam. The, how are those the most popular? Of 2021. That's so, so weird, So th- these are people being born now. Yeah. Jack is number 21. Wow. And Vincent is 121. So uh, congratulations to your parents for being a little more creative than mine. It's 2021. I don't know where Jack was in 2000. All right? Fair enough. All right, so I just kind of went through all 1,000 and just kind of looked for some uh, odd names or interesting names. You actually names. went through all 1,000? Yeah, I did. Interesting. I had some time. <laughs> Clearly. So uh, listen to some of these names, and if you have any input, uh, feel free to chime in. If not, we'll just uh, move along. Uh, Legend <laughs> is in the top. It's it's 127th. That is that is so sad. It's hard to live up, That's right? like naming your kid like king, queen, prince, princess... Loch Ness Monster. 171 is King. <laughs> I knew King was one. I know that's a name for kids. 189 and 190 are Atlas and Messiah. <laughs> Messiah? Right? What the and, hell are you doing to your kids? And Atlas, like, I... I've... <sighs> what, is, what does the word Atlas mean to you? So to me, it's either Bioshock... Which, yeah. A video game. That's, that's, my, Shocker. Sec- that's my second thought. Mm-hmm. My first thought is... The Greek shit, you know, the guy who's holding up the world and mm-hmm. have forever has to have birds pecking his guts out of his body. Like, that's not a very good thought whenever you're like, oh, my beautiful baby Atlas. And then right? you have flashbacks to birds pecking out a man's guts. See, I can't do it. I don't think people know the story. I think they just think of the strength of being able to hold up the earth, right? And so they think, my boy is going to be strong, right? Atlas, to me, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. Atlas was a map. It was like yeah. a book that was yeah. a map. Yeah, I, I I grew up with that too. The way you you said it, like it was a country man naming his kids. These really corny names. I'm thinking like single moms. You think he's gonna be the man of the house? He's Atlas. Well, speaking of country, <laughs> the legend king. I know, but I feel like every dad out there, like if there's a dad in the picture, they are not letting their son be named king, unless unless the dad is the type to kiss their kids on the mouth. <laughs> then they'll name their kid King. But, like, what the fuck? Speaking of country, number 230 is Remington. <laughs> so I guarantee they have a don't tread on me flag hanging from the back of their truck. Yes. Number 250, Maximus. <laughs> we were just talking Gladiator last episode. That is just, that's so corny. Just name him Max or Maxwell or name her, like, Maxine. Or something that's not fucking idiotic. You're just going to call him Max anyway, so why don't you just do it? Max. Why don't you just name him something normal? Yeah, because they're taking Roland's school, and, and, and he's just, they're going to say Maximus, and he's going to say, I go by Max, right? Yeah. Every every first day of school, he's got to go through that. There's less appeal to names that are so common, I get it, but just don't be that person. I agree. Don't be that person who is like, I have to be so unique, I'm going to name my kid fucking Maximus. Just don't don't be so afraid of having something normal. Like it just sounds stupid. You're setting your kid up to get bullied, probably, uh, especially if your kid is named Maximus and they're either a real big person 
or they're like a real small person, they're going to be like, oh, fatty, aha, Maximus, makes sense. Or they're going to be like, oh, you're such a shrimp for Maximus. Right. It's just, you don't know what you're opening the door to too much. It's not necessarily going to be a self fulfilling prophecy if you name (laughs) your kid champion, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, they could just end up being like addicted to heroin on the streets or something. Well, I mean, I guess they're a champ of uh, addiction, maybe. I mean, I guess you could be a champ at something. Yeah. He's the champion loser. It doesn't necessarily have to be something good or positive. He's a legend because he OD'd on heroin and he uh, stole a cop car. (laughs) Uh, Number 332 is Odin. I don't know what who Odin was like in Norse mythology. Yeah. It's Thor's I, dad. I just Thor remember and Loki's dad. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. I just remember uh, was it Will Ferrell? Great Odin's beard in uh weather not weatherman, uh Anchorman. Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 352 is Major. That that's is, a good dog name. Yeah, that is just a, that's a terrible human being name though. <laughs> it is. I'm going to name my kid Colonel. 377 is Romeo. Mm. 410, and I know you'll have some uh, hot takes on this, Finnegan. <laughs> oh. Finnegan's parents have money. We know that. There's yeah. nobody white trash that's naming their boy Finnegan. Yeah, there's a, uh, the, in the psychiatrist's office, there's a magazine and there's this little bitch boy. <laughs> He's probably like nine years old. He's got on like green pants. A suit coat, a nice shirt, and a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he doing finger guns? What is he doing? He's I don't doing think he's doing stupid. finger guns. It's just cringe. It looks like an Old Navy ad. Yeah. Then Old Navy has no sense of fashion, so that's why he's wearing what he is. And me and Vince like to play games of like, oh, what's that person's name? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're real obvious ones, and then sometimes we both bounce back a few ideas and land on one. That kid is named Finnegan. 100%. He's an asshole. Finnegan lives on a golf course. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Number 421 is Oakley. Guarantee that the dad was a baseball player in high school, wore a mm-hmm. flat brim cap with the Oakley sunglasses upside down on the top of his hat. Yep. 455, Leonidas. Wow. Mm-hmm. Out of 1,000, I can't believe that that's not like 999. Right. 512, Keanu. That's just, that is just Right, come on. I mean, you know, like there's only one person named Keanu, right? Everybody knows who you named your kid after, right? Yeah. Did you like the Matrix that much that you got to name your son after after the dude? My friend is named after uh, Ashton Kutcher. Really? Yeah. Like he knows that for sure? Yep. His mom was meth addict. Oh. And like the 70s show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 567 is Danny, so automatically hate you because you remind me of the kid in Zathura. So. And, and our relative. <laughs> Not going there. Uh, 578, Saint. Like, uh, and they're just naming their kid after, uh, like, Kim and Kanye. I'm pretty sure they have a kid named Saint. Do they? It, Who ha- who's Blue Ivy? Is that? That's Beyonce, JV. Okay. I almost said JV. <laughs> No, he's varsity for sure. Yeah. 581, Hezekiah. <laughs> Wait, so I guess, is that from the Bible? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I um, think so, too. I'm thinking, it makes me think if the uh, horse-drawn buggy is rocking, <laughs> don't come a-knocking, <laughs> yeah. Amish are getting after it. Mm-hmm. 666, you know, just because is uh, justice, which is kind of funny. That's a, <laughs> that's a, such a horrible name. 673, Titan. 704, Anakin. <laughs> 709, Bruno. Hey. Uh, 725, the Amish are still going, Jedediah. 767, Legacy. What the fuck? Just wait for this one. Uh, 800, Ocean. <laughs> pond. Come over here, Pond. 803, Gary. <laughs> nice job. Yeah. 890, Aries. 897, Bear. And I know you know a bear. I do. 916, Fox. So we got Bear and Fox. 927 is Seven. That's on a 1,000 popular list. Mm-hmm. So that's just not one person has named Seven. Yeah, no, no. <sighs> um, 1,000 is Ephraim. And then I kind of went back through it again and, because I was looking at something else. Uh, and number 600 is Sincere. <laughs> number 788 is Talon. Number 858, Arian. 
I think you got to be careful that with that one, do you not? Rough. Okay. And uh, I think Aiden could have been in like the the top ten because there's if they would have just figured out how they wanted to spell it because there's five different ways oh, to spell Aiden no. that were all in the top one thousand. So uh, yeah, just thought that was interesting. There's top one thousand most popular baby girls' names. Number one is Olivia. Really? Mm-hmm. There's going to be some horrible names in the future. Uh, just there's just going to be like random ass words. You know, I love my baby boy apologetic. <laughs> yep. He's so sweet. Oh, man. Uh, oh, notebook. Your no. giggle is hilarious. Beach towel. <laughs> I feel like people just, do they really want to, I don't even. I. You know what? It's funny you say beach towel and I giggle. Dude, the idiocracy world I'm just the idiocracy United States that we're living in. And and don't come at me with, you don't like it, leave it. Fuck you. Um, it's fucking idiocracy here. And if yeah. you don't believe it, just fucking open your eyes, okay? And watch idiocracy, and then you're going to be like... We're headed that way. Vince is right. So Beach Towel is not far-fetched. <laughs> not too far Not far-fetched at all. All right. I also, I went back and uh, I measured the opening credits for Top Gun... Mm-hmm. And then measured the open credits of Braven, just Top because they were both really, really long. Yeah, Top Gun's longer. Top Gun was three minutes and fifty-four seconds. Of, oh, I was gonna say like seven minutes. Yeah, it felt like it. It's of jets taking off and landing, and people mm-hmm. on an aircraft carrier pointing and doing flashlights. Braven was three oh nine. So it wasn't too far. Only behind. forty-five seconds less than than Top Gun. And uh, I thought 45 seconds, that's a long time. But then I thought, uh, what are some things that you could do in 45 seconds? And so Beat I just, off. So I just. To completion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I looked up some stuff and it's like, make your bed and uh, trim your toenails. I'm like, that shit's boring. And Trimming I, I, toenails takes longer than 45 seconds. So I, I, I looked at some of the other searches and I came across this one. It said, I'm 34 and I can't hold up to 45 seconds in bed. What should I do? And somebody answered. Jennifer Tyler uh, answered this. She says, I know I probably shouldn't recommend this because it's potentially dangerous, but take cocaine. It makes it difficult to come. Guys have literally pounded me for actual hours on coke. There's the opening. Sometimes guys can't get hard on coke, but I'm a talented girl. I can solve that problem. But I fuck guys who take cocaine and Cialis. Holy shit, can they fuck? What is Cialis? I think it's like for your, if you lost your hair, maybe? Or, or is it a depression? I was I thinking it's like Viagra or something. Maybe it is. If yeah, that would make more sense, wouldn't and it? Make, and take a Viagra, then I feel like they would just be pound town for hours. <laughs> she says, they fuck me like crazy just trying to even come close to coming. I don't complain. But hey, even though I know this is common practice and have had many mornings where I literally can't sit the next day <laughs> when guys take these substances, I just want to be clear. I'm not a pharmacist or doctor, so don't just try shit because some little fuck toy on Quora said it's fun or solved staying power issues. I'm just telling you what I know. What the fuck? So, uh, thank you, uh, Jennifer Tyler. Uh, Is there a profile picture? I'm, like it's her, right? I, I mean, come on. Mom's been watching Catfish. We know how that works. Yeah. So, real quick, I, I just want to... Um, last week, we I, I talked briefly about watching a Mike Judge movie, and it was called Extract. So, you should check that out. It's, it's pretty funny. It's got a lot of... It's got, like, Ben Affleck. It's got... Uh, Jason Bateman, it's got Mila Kunis, it's got Kristen Wiig, it's got uh, J.K. Simmons. Like It's loaded with talent, and it's a pretty funny story, and and it's pretty good. So I I recommend that you check that out. I I do have some more stuff. Um, I'm just going to have to wait and get into it next week because uh, I I went over too many names. So let's – you got anything? Nope. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so today's movie – That's right. We are going to the 1980s. Oh. Probably my favorite decade. This doesn't seem like... You made a new song. No. We have done this before. I thought you had the cheesy 80s movie one. Well, this is... It, you know, if well, it's, maybe it's not cheesy. It's not, it's not cheesy. So that's my, uh, that's my <laughs> 80s intro music. According to you, and last time you saw it, you are probably 12, so... It's been a while, for sure. Uh, this movie came out in 1983... It is rated R. It is one hour and 39 minutes, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and 84% of Google users like this movie. 
Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. In one scene, there is a loud moaning from a couple having sex off screen. <laughs> there are occasional strong language, around 30 uses of fuck, etc. All right. Uh, so that's all I'm going to give you. This movie is called Risky Business. I've heard of it. You've heard of it? I've heard the title. You know anything about it at all? I mean, I feel like... like <laughs> all right, so you, so you know nothing about this? business that has a high probability of risk, if you will. Mm-hmm. No, I... If I may. I mean, you may, but I won't. <laughs> so you, you don't... You've heard of no. it, but you know nothing about it. I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's exciting. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1983's Risky Business. Yep. Starring the one and only Tom Cruise. Yep. That is our third Tom Cruise movie. Only? I believe so. What are the other ones? Um, Tom, Top Gun. Yeah. I said Tom Gun. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, it was Tom Gun, right? What do you mean? Like, he's just the star? He was the man. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Uh, Minority Report was the other one. Okay. There could be another one. I don't think so. I went through our list pretty quick, but I think I would remember if we had another Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. I know we watched Jack Reacher recently-ish, but I don't think it was for an episode. No, we've not done Jack Reacher on the show. This is also our third Joe Pantoliano movie. Is that the Matrix guy? Mm-hmm. So Matrix, this movie, and what the fuck else? Memento. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> he was... uh. Like the main guy. Yeah. Not the main, main guy. Couldn't figure out if they were, he was lying to Yeah. Him. yeah. And yeah. it turns out he wasn't lying to him, and then he killed him, right? He's a weasel. He plays a weaselly guy. He does. He plays a tricky bastard. He plays it well, though. He really does. His voice helps. All right, let me give it to the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about um, Tom Cruise, who plays a guy named Joel. He's a high school kid. Uh, we're assuming a senior. Mm -hmm. And his parents go out of town, and his friend Booger... From uh, Revenge of the Nerds, yep. says, "What are you gonna do, man? You gotta, you gotta do something fun." So he calls, "Say a, what the fuck?" Sometimes, yeah. Joel's pretty uptight. So Booger, what's his name in this? Like Doobie or Duty or I have no it, it's idea. a weird name. Also, I, I and I'll never know him by anything besides Booger. Yeah. So on one hand, Booger going to Adam College, Lambda, 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 mm -hmm. right? To this Booger is going to go to Harvard. Yeah. But he's he's exactly the same guy almost. Yeah, he's except he doesn't pick his nose and burp all the time. Yeah, he's smart. He's a little crude, and he's out there. Can you see that guy playing anybody else? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Certainly. A badass is certainly out of the question. Yeah. A romantic lead is not going to be say, there either. Romantic lead is not there either. <laughs> Action hero? Uh, no, I mean I can I'd see watch him it. in like American Pie and. Mm -hmm. Revenge of the Nerds and this and yeah. movies like that. Road Trip, he could have been somewhere in there. Let, Old school, maybe. What he is, could have been one of the pledge guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised he's not in that. His real name is Curtis Strong. Hmm. And in this, his name was Dalby. Oh, Miles Dalby. Miles, there you mm -hmm. go. Let me just look and see if there's any other movies. Uh, yeah, he was in uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, King of the Nerds. Fast and Furious. Revenge of the Nerds 3. Revenge of the Nerds 4. <laughs> He's in a movie I almost played today, an 80s movie. So we will be seeing him again uh, at some point. Uh, he was in American Pie Presents the uh, Book of Love. <laughs> He's in Man of the House, Jingle All the Way. So he's, he's in quite a few movies. I see some that maybe you might pick at some point. What? I'm just looking at a bunch of really stupid movies, um, like Foreign Exchange and uh, Hi, Honey, I'm Dead. And just... <laughs> Why would I pick Hi, Honey, I'm Dead? I mean, it sounds better than Braven, and you pick that. So. It does not sound better than Braven. Mm, Braven doesn't give up as much info as Hi, Honey, I'm Dead. Well, you can't tell me what that's about. It's no, I'm not. I can't tell you what it's about, but I can tell you it's gonna be stupid as fuck. Hi, honey, I'm dead. What? What do you hear from that? What? 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 Okay, Braven. Yeah, Braven. It sounds stupid, <laughs> but it doesn't give you as much info as fucking Hi, honey, I'm dead. It gives me the same amount of info that you just pulled from Hi, honey, I'm dead, which you said is gonna be fucking stupid. 
Okay, Braven, but... you know it's going to be fucking stupid because it's called Braven. You don't. It's not as obvious to me, though. Obviously. I mean, I, I can't believe you're actually saying that they're on the same level. I'm actually flabbergasted. Okay, let me just let me just repeat it. Braven. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, Braven has at least a little bit of ambiguity to the title. With Hi Honey I'm Dead, it is so painfully obvious that you're about to watch a horrible movie. You're only saying it because I mean, yes, you had a funny reaction to me saying Braven, but you're really only saying it because you've seen it. Did you enjoy Honey I Shrunk the Kids? I've never seen it. What? I've never seen it. Really? I know it has that one guy in it. Oh, yeah, the one guy <laughs> with the face and yeah. the hair and the teeth. Who's like nerdier Mike yeah. Myers. That's Rick Moranis. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What movie was he in where he was like a, was he like a dentist or something or this dude was trying to kill him? No, he, he wasn't the dentist. He, uh, he, it's a little shop of horrors. That's what it was. And there's horrors. Horrors. Little shop of horrors. Why are you saying it like yeah. a three-year-old girl? Because it sounds like... It, horrors. Horror sounds a lot like horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Horrors. They sound similar. So, <sighs> all right. Any, anyway. An idiot. I, I say we find more movies with Booger in them. Honey, I wish I was dead. Is that what you're saying right now? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get back to the 50 Cent Tour. So, Booger, Dolby, calls a uh, escort... For Joel and uh, the escort shows up and it's a dude mm-hmm. and uh, Joel's like uh, let me get you a cab fare back home yeah pay you for your time and he's like uh, well here here's a number this is a uh, um, a, a lady that, that all rich white boys want yeah so uh, give her a call you'll have a good time so he's about to uh, masturbate and uh, his um, fantasy goes in a weird place, so he quits. And then he calls Lana, and Lana shows up, and they bang. And the next morning, she said, I want 300 bucks, but he's only got, what, 50 Yeah. So he goes to cash a bond, and when he comes back, there is a, uh, a family treasure that's missing from the house, a crystal egg. And it's, not even, it's just a piece of glass, yeah, man. I, know. I don't know how that's expensive. I, I don't either. I don't either. It's, and, it's stupid. Oh, you put it on this little stand and a light goes through mm-hmm. it. Wow. <sighs> Stuff rich people do, man. I feel like even a lot more rich people have a little more sense than that. Mm-hmm. I you, guess. you would think so. Yeah. Because if I was rich, I'd be fucking smart as hell. Money doesn't make you smart. No, I'm saying I'd be, like, smart about it. Smart about your money. I would not live in a fucking multi-million dollar mansion. I'd live in a fucking regular house. If you had a billion dollars? I would never buy a mansion. It's stupid. Mansions are pointless. I mean, they're cool and they're big and maybe they're haunted. The only appeal to mansions are like what the architects do. Like if there's like a cool secret bookshelf room or some crazy shit like that. Yes. That's literally the only appeal. And they look good from the outside. But how much you have to pay and... It just how much it would just cost is stupid and it's pointless and I don't want to live next to people like that anyway. And I guess I could get a mansion out in like Montana in the middle of nowhere, but I don't know. I just I'd rather have a regular house, have enough money. I, I'd wanna be able to stretch my money out for the rest of my life. Okay. I'd make it to where I would never have to work another day in my life rather than buy a thirty two million dollar mansion and then fuck. I, I'm I'm gonna have to work at some point. So uh, so I saw this the other day, and uh, talking about money, you're familiar with a, a young man named Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, he is the uh, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, who won the Super Bowl two years ago. So he got a fuckload. He's, of he's phenomenal. He just signed a ten year contract to where he makes a dollar sixty every second, which is ninety six dollars a minute. So wait, he for with the Chiefs? Yeah. So and it equates to. Yeah. That, oh no. Every hour, he makes (laughs) $5,742. Every day, he makes $137,808. Wow. So that's $50.3 million a year for the next 10 years. 50 mil a year. Yeah. For 10 years. $96 a minute. That's 50 times 10 is 500. $503 million contract is what he signed for 10 years. Man, I'd purposely get hurt. <laughs> I'd go out there and I'd fuck up my throwing hand pinky and yeah. I'd just be out of it. They're not signing you to that. 
they they know your character. They know what you're about before they're going to sign you to that kind of money. They know yeah, that you're. Yeah, I'm gonna. My character is immediately going to change. <laughs> Man, I love the game. I love the sport. Sign me for five hundred mil. And then I would go out there and I'd ram my helmet into somebody else's, and then boom, I have a concussion and a broken cervix, and I can't yeah. play anymore. Jack, your character is shining through. But yeah, I'd I'd break the shit out of my hand just so I could like yeah sit around five hundred mil, don't have to waste ten more years of your life playing football, likely to get a fucking brain injury or something, something much worse than a broken hand. Fuck that. That's true. You've already won one Super Bowl. You know? Yeah, what more do you want to fucking accomplish? He's a little more driven than you are to uh, maybe be the best ever. Professional football is dangerous. Whether you enjoy it or not, it's dangerous. Big men hitting other big men. I mean, people get brain injuries, and then they, nothing happens. They just go back out on the field yeah. the next game, and they just compile like 15 different brain injuries. Next thing you know, you got a brain bleed, and you're dying at like 36. And 10 years of that on your body... Just 10 years, whether you have brain injuries or not, is gonna, it's going to suck dick. Yeah. Like, if I'm, like, guaranteed this $500 million, this unbelievable, unimaginable sum, like, if you open your bank account and you see that, you're going to pass out. Like, that's so fucking much. Mm -hmm. you, know, you don't need anything else. If I had that and there's a chance that I could break my neck and be, like, paralyzed from the neck down the rest of my life, what good... Like, you, like $500 million to someone who's paralyzed like that, it, it loses a lot. Like, what are you going to get out of it? But you're kind of an asshole to do that, too. Maybe I'd rather be an asshole with 500 mil than a vegetable with 500 mil. Sorry. Sorry about you. Does that sound so illogical to you? <laughs> I, I'd, I'd feel bad for my friends, but all the fucking 99-year-old white guys who are in charge of football, it's, it's like, I don't care about the super old, ancient fucking guys who like drink baby blood so that they can stay alive longer and watch more football and own more teams and get more money. I don't care about them. Like I fuck them. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you got a point there. Uh, all right, let's uh, get back to the movie. Uh, so the egg's gone and uh, Joel has to track down Lana, Lana, Lana. I think they said Lana, Lana. Okay. So Joel, hey, either way it's anal backwards. Leave it to you, man. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, so Joel tracks her down and then gets chased by her pimp, and she says she can't get the egg back because the pimp has it, and so they're Locked hanging... him out the apartment. Yeah, bottom line is he needs money. His dad's Porsche ends up in a lake, and he's got to pay for that. She comes up with this plan. Hey, you got a nice house. You got a lot of rich friends. I got a lot of friends who are in the uh, sex worker business, and uh, if we get all these together, you can make a ton of money. So they basically use his house as a brothel, and he makes a lot of money, and his friends get laid, and he uh, makes enough money to get the car fixed and get his egg back. That's pretty much it. Some yeah. more shit happens at the end. Guido, the pimp, shows up, takes, takes all of his stuff. All the furniture. Yeah. He has to buy it all back. Mm -hmm. So Guido ends right up- Right as his parents are taking a taxi back home, mm -hmm. so it's race against time yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Ends up dating Lana. Anal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's see what the internet has to say. Ecstatic when his parents leave on a vacation for a few days, high school senior Joel Goodson, played by Tom Cruise, cuts loose with his best friend Miles. After an attempt at securing the services of a prostitute goes slightly awry, Joel hires gorgeous Lana, played by Rebecca de Mornay, for a night of delight. Stunned by the amount of Lana's bill the next morning, Joel grows frantic after he crashes his father's Porsche. In an effort to raise lots of money fast, a desperate Joel turns the house into a brothel. So Risky Business was the movie that propelled uh, Tom Cruise to stardom. He was in uh, a couple movies before. Uh, do you remember him from The Outsiders? I do. Yeah, he had jacked up teeth. Yep. So I guess he took that money he made from The Outsiders, got his teeth fixed. Were those his real teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know he has one right, right in the middle of his face, right? I, I've been told that. I never really see that. I saw it in this movie. I don't I don't look for it like some people do. But, I can't not look for it. But this was the movie that, that put him on the map, and then a couple of years later he's doing Top Gun, and, you know, he became the... Legend. Yeah. What number name was that? What? What number name was oh, that? Oh, Legend? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good one. Yeah. Not bad. Um... 
I started hearing about this movie before I'd seen any previews or anything. Of course, all the girls were, were talking about the underwear scene, the, the famous old time and rock and roll dance scene. He's older than you? Tom Cruise? Yeah. 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 He's mm. 59 right now. Really? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. I think he was 19 or 20 when this movie came out. I know he doesn't look too good nowadays. Seriously? Well, not as good. He still looks good. Yeah. He looks amazing for 59. Exactly. So you'd seen his famous dance scene before, right? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, I, uh, I didn't know what it was from. Did it kind of make you want to wear tidy whities No. I didn't know it was Tom Cruise either. I somehow just didn't see his face or recognize him or whatever, but... Fuck tidy whities I'll never wear <laughs> underwear that doesn't go down like shorts. I grew up wearing tidy whities Of course you did. You're you're from nineteen sixty nine. I was uh I had tidy whities in the army. Um <laughs> really? Well no, you they kept they, wearing tidy whities. No, they were tidy brownies. So they weren't white. People called O D green. They were not O D green. They were uh, it's more of a brown. So you could get boxers, you could get the tidy whitey brownies or whatever and uh yeah i, I wore those i would have worn boxers i mean i don't like boxers because how loose and flowy they are exactly like my my goods could pop out at any moment yeah but i would prefer that over <laughs> my goods could pop out at any moment because th these fucking tidy whities are riding all the way up to my belly button you know like i don't i'm not dealing with that I wore tidy whities until your mother and I started going out, and I guess uh, you're like, I gotta change. You know, she's helped me in a lot of different ways. One of them was she she like got me some boxers. She's like, yeah, you should try these. You know, trying to be nice about it. And <laughs> really? Then, yeah, yeah. And so then I started wearing Respect boxers. Up, I think I think she got me like a pack of three or something. I'm like, yeah, these are these are good. You know, and boxer so, briefs are great. Yeah. Well, the, they weren't boxer briefs back then. They were boxers. When the fuck did they make? Boxer briefs. I think those are like within the last 20 years or something they like that. They fucked up. Or 30 years because or something. Because these are great. They, yeah. And I mean, they did they have compression pants or whatever, the shorts that people wear? Only if you rode bicycles. <laughs> and they had this, <laughs> that shit in the yeah. ass. Yeah. Or, or, or if you were doing like aerobics or something. But people didn't just, no. There, the, there weren't underwear like that. The ones you like are like the super like soft silken like mm -hmm. <laughs> like uh, they're Adidas uh, like athletic wear type ones. And they're awesome. And some of them you have are like compression tight, and some of them are just like looser, but that material. I mm -hmm. can't. I can't do that. Oh, dude, I love them. It's just like I cannot do compression underwear. It just it gets in all the wrong spots, and I hate it. And I just uh, it's just too tight. I can't do it. I like my briefs to be loose, but not not boxer loose. Some people go commando, like for real. And like they wear jeans. Right? Dude. How the hell do you do that? I mean, people have had to do it before because like they well, shit their pants at yeah, school and yeah. they're like, fuck, I flush them down the toilet or something and wear my jeans. But Yeah, I had to cut myself out of my underwear one time. I was in the army and I took a dump and uh, it needed more than than just uh, the amount of toilet paper that I had. So I got my knife and cut my underwear off me and used that and mm -hmm. had to go uh, without underwear for the rest of the day. That sucks. Yeah. You know, another funny thing was I was wearing white pull-up socks, like tube socks. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't wearing them up like I have a pair of New Balance on, right? And rocking yeah. them like a dad. But I would, I'd pull them up, then I'd push them all the way down. And, and mom was like, why don't you try some, uh, some of these socks? So she, she's kind of helped me out with some fashion before. And she's got me the, like the socks that I wear now, which are, you know, just the ankle socks or whatever, <laughs> or I'd probably still be wearing those fucking socks. I have some Hanes socks that I would pull up and then push down to my yeah. desired height. Yeah. I've done that recently. Well, but some of them, that's a little more not out of style now. Like, you can get away with that now. It's a thrift shop look. Yeah, but uh, I guess when I was doing it, it did, uh, it, it passed its its time. Were you so. wearing it with jorts? <laughs> Tucked in shirt with a belt? No. You never did that. I know. I, I've that had, is a mortal sin. I've had, I've had jorts, for sure. You're feeding into a stereotype if you do that. No, definitely. As a, like an old man. Mm-hmm. Who pulls guns on uh, Black Lives Matter people? Oh, like those those two jackasses who went outside their house and pulled guns. Yeah, I think he had his shirt. His wife. He had his shirt yeah, tucked in with shorts. So parents were really really pushy. Uh, we're talking about the movie now. His yeah. parents were really really pushy, wanting him to get into an Ivy League school, and so they'd set up an appointment for a guy from Princeton to come to interview him, like on a Friday night, and that just happened to be the night that Joel was having the big party or the big the big 
brothel bash or Sex whatever you bomb. want to call it. And so the the house is full of uh, high school kids and uh, sex workers. And he comes in and still does the interview. And Tom Cruise is just like, you know what? It wasn't going well. And Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to say, what the fuck? I guess it's University of Illinois for me. And that's after he put on sunglasses and mm-hmm. got a cigarette. But it turns out the, uh, the guy from Princeton ends up staying the night and uh, having himself a good time. And then at the end of the movie, Joel's dad comes up to him and he's like, Joel, you have something you want to tell me? <laughs> That's and, the worst yeah, feeling. I was going to ask you, have we put you through that before? Yeah, I can't remember what it was specifically, but I know I have been asked that by y'all. Always play dumb. I mean, I'm just saying, just like my, yeah, my why parents. Why you? I mean, if they, if they know something, find then, out. Yeah. then if you play dumb, it doesn't even matter. But if they don't know and you play dumb still, you might get away. <laughs> you or might. they may not know as much, right? They may not know the whole thing. My parents did that to me one day. I came in and they say, uh, is there anything you want to tell us? Then you're like, Mm-mm, and I'm like, see ya. no. And they're like, well, let me rephrase that. Is there anything you want to tell us before we tell you what we already know? And you're like, fuck. And I'm, yeah, of course, I'm in my head, I'm like, fuck. But I'm like, no, I don't know. How about you uh, buying a bag of marijuana and smoking pot? And I was like, who the fuck told on me? <laughs> really? <laughs> I probably didn't say fuck, but yeah, I was pissed off. Who, who told on you? My neighbors. Fucking assholes, man. Yeah, yeah. Neighbors can't let anyone. No, they were my, my friends. Peace. Like my neighbors, but they were my friends. And <laughs> were they your friends after that? Well, no. Yeah, because that our, is a breach of trust. I mean, it was my best friend. He ended up being best man at my wedding, and it was a girl on the street that that I used to date as well. But they were worried about me because they'd seen too many after school specials, and I was smoking marijuana, and you know, I was gonna think I could fly and jump off a building or something. So now look at it. Yeah. So they they told my parents. They actually ended up getting married. The two of them. Really? Yeah. And Are you the best man at his wedding? Uh, no, his brother was. Yeah. See, was, exactly. They are bad. He friends. had a- <laughs> bad friends. I'm their daughter's godfather, though, whatever that means. Really? Yeah. They're like, would you be his, her godfather? I'm like, okay. <laughs> what does that entail? Is somebody going to kiss my ring? I mean, what's? Uh, I don't really know what to do as a godfather. What? That doesn't mean shit. It doesn't. It just means like you're a good friend. Yeah. That's all it means. You're, and they're like, we promote you to family friend. And you're like, yeah, okay. I guess so. But uh, how the fuck do we get here? I don't know. We can't. We just can't talk about the movie. I know. This is a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation. It, we're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So it goes where it goes. You're not here to fucking listen to us talk about a movie anymore. I think we're the ones that are more get more distressed about it every time. I guess so. Because every time we're like, fuck, we haven't been talking about the movie at all. I mean, we, but we, do we ever? I think the last time we did probably a really good actual movie review was maybe 1917. <laughs> When, when we went and saw it's that like, movie. What else are we supposed to talk about? Like, I listened to that, and I was like, wow, we did, like, a really good movie review on that. We got to fucking uh, up our game. Yeah. Yeah, so all you kiddos out there listening, if your parents say, uh, you got something you want to tell me, just play dumb. No, Dad, I, I don't know. Because if he'd have told on himself everything that happened, he'd have been fucked. But what happened was Dad's like, you got into Princeton. And so... uh If y'all would have said... Disaster avoided. Uh, the one time where you knew I had taken drugs. You knew it. And the school said, no, nothing. And mom was like, no, probably not. If you would have been like, you have anything you want to tell me? I'd be like, shit. Because I had a really shitty excuse for everyone throwing up because all of us did drugs. We were on the merry-go-round. And I was in cross-country shape still. And so I ran and pushed it as fast as I could. And then we were all like, oh, motion sickness, man, that sucked. And that's what everyone said. Mm-hmm. And somehow that worked. <laughs> if you, I would have been so fucked. Yeah. I didn't tell y'all until like multiple years later what I had done. All right. So can I be open about uh, where you were? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I was at a place that was like school slash hospitalization, like hybrid. It was a partial outpatient program. You go there from like eight to three, and it's from like two to three is where you have class, which is you just do like sheet work. And I never did any there. And uh, then the rest is just group therapy. You're just sitting in a room with kids your age talking. Yeah, who are having issues. Who are troubled. Yeah. So there, there's kids in there with, with drug problems. There's kids in there with mental problems. And they guys, they took you on a field trip. And, the pumpkin patch. Yeah. And uh, it was in November. Everybody is. 
throw, throwing up or whatever. And I'm like, come on. A man. bunch of mentally ill kids and one of them. The well, d- multiple of us in my little group had drug issues. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's so obvious. I know. But the school, they didn't want to look into it anymore because then like, they would be like, that? oh, man, they're do- we're doing a shitty job. But it was, I mean, come on. It's fucking obvious. We got fucked up. Yeah. At that pumpkin patch. I mean, you got to really think that I'm an idiot that I think, <laughs> oh, they just, you know, they, they went on the merry-go-round too hard and got sick. I mean, yeah. come on, man. There was a one of those like little Fisher Price type houses, and our therapist who was there, like she was leading us around, but she went to go like get a hot dog or something and left us at in the patch. And we're all like, go, 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 because we knew what was going to happen that day. So we went all huddled into the tiny Fisher-Price house. Wait a minute, Fisher? Oh, okay. I'm, you know, I'm, like, the tiny little plastic houses. There was one that was big enough to fit like five of us in it. And we all like huddled around, and a girl just divided up all the pills and gave us all a bunch. And we just, we had one bottle of water, and we are like gulping them. And then we we're like, now we wait. <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy day. I don't regret it one bit. And I, I, I've only done it that one time, and I certainly regretted it right after, because I was worried I was gonna die, because I took stuff you weren't supposed to take, uh, in large quantities, <laughs> and um, but I didn't die, and now I have a funny memory. Mm-hmm. So all the kids listening, you you suggest they go out there and make some memories. That, that no, can be funny don't at some take. Point. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you have a don't no don't cold do- and cough flu symptoms, you can take whatever you need for it, but don't take eight of the pills. <laughs> no kids listen to us, and if they if they've listened this far, then they have already learned enough. They've already got drug issues. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Um. I guess since we haven't really talked about the movie much at all, I think that uh, we should probably um, continue that trend. <laughs> and get into a little Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. All right, so last week you answered a question from uh, Co-Captain Chris from the Film Stripping Podcast. Yes. So now it is time to answer Erica's question. Jack, if you were a wrestler, like a Hulk the Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, or, or The Rock... Struggling. <laughs> What's his name? Dwayne the Rock Dwayne Johnson. The Rock Johnson. But he's, Sorry, he's just whenever he was wrestling, he was just the Rock. Okay, fine. Or oh. the Rock. What would your walk on wrestler song be? Oh, that's a good one. And what would your wrestler name be? Yeah. What's your wrestler name and what's your walk on song? Yeah. That's a good question. Thanks. Hmm. Well, the first thing that popped in my head was "For Whom the Bell Tolls" by Metallica. <laughs> Um, that's good. good. That's a really good. That's one. really good. And then this isn't very creative, but Jack the Ripper would be good. Yeah, it's not creative. It's not original, but uh, but if Jack the Ripper comes out to for whom the bell tolls, I mean that would be pretty fitting. That would be good. And I'd always come out in like a, a top hat and one of those like old eighteen hundreds dusters, <laughs> maybe like a fake bloody machete from Party City or something. You. You'd have to have some kind of like hand signal or something when you get out there or... <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Just the whole like finger knife across the throat or something. I, I can do the blood sign with my hands. <laughs> yeah, he can do the, the blood gang sign for, uh, for some reason. Yeah. I can do... Uh, I could do like the two fingers in my eyes and point at the crowd. A bunch of different people in there like, I'll fucking get you. Um, I don't know. The, for na- I want to figure out a different name. Jack the Ripper is just too easy. I don't know. <laughs> Jack Attack would be so bad. <laughs> that was in my head. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I'm always, I've always been so bad at naming things, mm-hmm. especially when on the spot. I can name something at a random time better than I can now, but, um, yeah, I, I got nothing. Well, Jack the Ripper, that was pretty quick. I, because it's already made for me. But I think that's a pretty good wrestling name. I would say so, too. Um, yeah, if, if, I want to think of a good hand sign. Um, well, you think about it. Will you, will you allow me to answer this question as well? Yes. Okay. I got a couple of easy choices. I, I could be Vinsanity <laughs> or Vinsane or... Vince uh, Vince. Invincible. <laughs> okay. Which... Reminds me, we just watched Invincible on uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. The uh, animation, really fucking good. It's great. Really good. Just Ready for season two. Quite the uh, the turn 
at the end of the first episode. I, I knew of this turn. I didn't see the turn, but I, I'd seen some later scenes in the show, like stuff from the last episode. So I knew what kind of show it was, and you didn't. I so. did not. Um, you know, I was digging the first episode. It, it was good. I was enjoying it normal. enough to, to follow up with the second. And then at the end of the first episode, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. And uh, pretty much binged it. Good yeah. stuff. I think my walk-in song, I love Back in Black. It, it just it starts <laughs> so so good. I know it's corny. It's so it's, good, but it's just been done too much. I know, but there's a, there's a new mashup, and it's uh, "Stand Alive" by the Bee Gees into "Back in Black." Uh, okay, and, and it, I know the Tupac and "Staying Alive" one. Yeah, no this this one is the Bee Gees and ACDC. Uh, allow me to play it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here comes Invincible. <laughs> the Tupac one is so much better. Yeah, the Tupac one is really good too. Invincible, is that your final answer for your name? Because I think that's the, probably the worst one you've picked. What? What? Vince Sanity. They're all corny because it's your name <laughs> fully mixed into something. Like mine's Jack the Ripper. That's that's a classic kind of name. You could be Triple V and <laughs> copy Triple H. And you could just wear what like the exact opposite of what he does. I don't have any idea what Triple H wears. Uh black speedo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of a black speedo? You you close everywhere, but it's <laughs> all it's all cut off in the speedo. Just my so, junk and ass hanging out. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. I don't think people will want to wrestle you. I think you'll be an undefeated champion because uh, right? you'll just chase them and they'll run out of the ring. Well, you've heard if you think you're about to get your ass kicked, just fucking take off all your clothes. And I've seen a video of it. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, the guy started running away and. Naked guys started chasing them. I still feel okay about punching somebody that's naked, but if this thing's going to go to the ground into a wrestling match or something, <laughs> and they're going to do some sort of like, or like what Black Widow would do, like you know, she like jump like this and wrap the <laughs> right. groin around the face, kind of, and like backflip <laughs> oh, yeah. them onto the ground. Wow! Like, imagine getting that yeah. <laughs> in a street fight from some dude's cock in your face. <sighs> Fucking that would suck. Pulling the helicopter <laughs> on you. He has you on the ground and just... <laughs> or he's just... Yeah, <laughs> ring, yeah. Ringing the bell. Um, Invincible, Vinsanity, or Vinsane? <laughs> I'm going with Invincible, man. I mean, I can't think of anything. Right? Uh, I mean, I, unfortunately, I've had a little time to think about this because yeah. I heard this a couple weeks ago. Maybe next week we'll, we'll come back with something cool. Yeah. But probably not. Well, what would be your hand signal? I, I think if I was wearing the opposite of Triple H, I would just uh, point to my junk all the time. <laughs> you do the wha-bam! Yep. Like the karate chop down toward my hip. Yeah, the classic V-line karate mm -hmm. chop. You know, I, I like I like Jack the Ripper, and I think For Whom the Bell Tolls is a, is a perfect oh, song yeah. to walk out to for wrestling. Is it at the start where it has the bells? Yeah. I'd probably have that. But it's a, it's a long time before it really gets into but, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And the gong. Yeah, that would, that would walk out to that part. That's good, man. That's good. So Jack the Ripper and For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. All right, um, let's see. I guess real quick, they fucked on the stairs, they fucked in a chair, they fucked on a train. Um, sounds like a Dr. Seuss book, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Fucking on stairs would be a horrible, horrible, horrible idea. I guess it makes for a good scene in a movie, but come on, man. That's fucking it stupid. It'd be horrible. You'd have like a stare in your spine. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have a stare everywhere. Terrible, terrible idea. Just Fucking in a train would be like cool in the fact that it's adventurous or whatever, but otherwise, nah. Would you fuck in front of people? No. No? Am what I, if it was I just like... Uh, the 10-year, 500 million contract for it? I'll fuck a billion times in front of people. Well, there was that. Uh, there was one guy left on the train, and he was just a, a, a drunk hobo mm -hmm. who was just uh, eating his popcorn and watching them, knowing what was about to happen. He's not going to remember it. Just go ahead and bang in there for no. him and give him a show. 
I don't want him creeping on us. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know the guy. It's not like, oh, yeah, I went to school with that guy. He's harmless. And, like, just something crazy happened and he's always drunk. No, this is some, some random guy. He could have a knife. He could come up and, like, start, like, touching us or something. Like, I'm, <laughs> And that's not happening. I would have done exactly what they did, in it, which is wait for the next stop and kick him the fuck out of there. But then that's kind of being selfish. Maybe he's going somewhere and you really fucked up his plans just because you wanted to bang on a train, you know? Find a better place to fuck, like in a clean bed. Or a kitchen table with some uh, milk and mm. maybe cereal. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I mean, got to make sure to clear it off first, though, right? Yeah. There's lots of things that uh, go on kitchen counters and tables. So. Yeah. Like milk sometimes, mm-hmm. bowl of cereal, <laughs> half eaten maybe. So would you suggest just clearing the table gently or? Uh... I mean, personally, I would suggest to clear it gently, mm-hmm. but I mean, some other people, maybe they're just in a rush for no fucking reason. Just hurry up the nookie, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're just ready to get going. All right. Favorite parts? Um, I think with the Princeton guy, I liked the interview. I like the fact that uh, he stayed, and then I I really liked when his dad was like, he got something to tell us, and then he recited what the Princeton guy said, and he was like, Princeton could use a guy like Joel, and he's so mm-hmm. happy, and Joel was like, oh, shit, okay. The guy liked me. I, just, I thought that was a good development. My favorite part was when um, Joel decided, you know what, what the fuck, I'm going to go through with this, and then he became the business guy, the promoter. His character changed. He put on the sunglasses, he put on a nice blazer, and he hit the town trying to talk people into coming to his house to to bang some sex workers, and Mm -hmm. he was working them. Okay, so you took Cindy Lou on a date. How much did that cost? Okay, you've taken her on two dates, so that's 60 bucks right there. Three movies, all that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could spend the same amount of money here and you know what the end outcome is going to be because he said you spent 60 bucks and he's like and what'd you get and then later you see the guy at the party and it's like wow (laughs) all right man so i guess that's my favorite part just the joel just metamorphosis of character (laughs) just embracing the uh for lack of a better word the the business pimp man (laughs) all right uh bucket of chicken um I really liked Booger, obviously. <laughs> um, I really liked Matrix Guy. Mm, I'll give it to Booger. I missed him. I like the guy. He did a good job, too, playing himself, probably. And I didn't think Tom Cruise was amazing in this. I didn't think this was really an amazing movie, but... Well, hold up. We'll get to that. <laughs> you know what? I- I'm going to give it to Tom Cruise. I don't really... I mean, nobody was great in this movie, yeah. Um, most of the characters, their their acting or whatever was kind of forgettable. The rest of his friends were terrible. They really were. Tom Cruise was the the shining star in this movie, like he was supposed to be. And uh, I don't really know who else I would give it to. So uh, not that he needs it, but Tom Cruise, you get my bucket of chicken. All right, score time. I'm thinking 84. Okay. All right. It was very mid-range kind of movie. I knew it wasn't going to be 100. I mean, 84 is not really mid-range. That's still pretty high. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I feel like I want to give it lower, but that I can't really. Okay. I don't know. It, it wasn't that great. I mean, when you say 80s, I'm not expecting a whole lot. I never loved this movie. This wasn't one of those movies that, oh, it's fucking so kick-ass, I can't wait to show you. But it's an 80s movie that needs to be shown. And it's a staple. It's a staple of the 80s, w- without a doubt. And, and it wasn't a bad movie. No, it's, make it's, it's not a bad movie. Make but sure y'all know. It's, I, I agree, and um, my score is the the same as the year it came out, 83. I thought that in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just do 83. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of those movies that needs to be seen. It's one of those movies that, that catapulted Tom Cruise onto to stardom. And uh, it's fun to watch him back when he was young, too. Yeah, I, I like seeing older actors when they're younger. Be cool to see uh, young Morgan Freeman, stuff like that. Young Matt Damon, just the young Tom Hanks. Just see all that. I almost played a younger Tom Hanks movie today. <laughs> that that was an almost. I guess Forrest Gump is a much younger Tom Hanks, but he's still like not middle really. age there. Yeah, not really. Not in his like twenties. Uh, I was going to reach back into the eighties and uh, mm. possibly going to show you one. All right, so real quick. On the 11th, we were supposed to release uh, a shitty movie episode, but we we forgot, 
And I was reminded by uh, Chris over the Film Stripping Podcast. And uh, he said, I hope I'm not too late to put in a movie. Of course, I hadn't checked my email until like five or six days after we'd already recorded that and the other one. He suggested a movie and said, I dare you to watch this movie. So mm. I, I think that uh, maybe you're, uh, for your birthday, Chris, maybe maybe we could do it. So <laughs> if you just kind of let us know when your birthday is and, and maybe your social security and your mother's maiden name, we can uh, release that episode at that time. And the three little numbers on the back of your card, too. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> zip code. Uh, I already have a zip code. Shit. Well, we sent him the prison pocket pussy. So. <laughs> And, I forgot what we had sent there. And, and I'm pretty sure he gave us his address. He wasn't going to have us send that to uh, to his relative's <laughs> house or something. Yeah. So Yeah, there's yeah. no way. So just, uh, Chris, let us know when your birthday is. Or fuck, just birth month or just let us let us know. And I think we might be able to, uh, um, as long as you remind us, we might be able to do uh, that movie. I'd never heard of it. Send us a signal and we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, got anything else? I do not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode number 119 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We do so much appreciate you listening, and uh, sometimes you just got to learn to say, what the fuck? Yep. So uh, have a Movie Muggin day. Later. Can a woman eat pussy better than a man? <laughs>